June 6, 2017. It's the Watt Pedro Show. Sleeping with the Beatles Some of them have a name Others just a sex or An estimated Summer had truly arrived 
all fell asleep on the very same night, the 5th of May, and Grandmother Anna too. Yeah, welcome back. back. Another tour. Welcome back. Get I kissed me. I lived to tell the tale. <laughs> 
And it was great being out there with pups, old friends, and uh, some gigs joined by Greg Norton, some gigs joined by Grant Hart. Diaries all up at the Hoot page. Uh, Jer and Tom, it had been 15 years since wow, John and Terry tour, and they did great. Uh, getting home, I got to see the new shipmate, Soph, with Raul and Paloma. Cool, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Daddy O. Cool. Yeah, put that shot up, man. Very uh, cool. Uh, good, good grip on the fingers. Uh-huh. Maybe going to be a stick later. That's neat. Cool little uh, family. We started off with John Coltrane with uh, Thelonious Monk doing Epistrophe, the short version. And then something from our guests, Brother Matt, the magic of Skype, yeah. Estonian programmers. It did us all a lot of good. We got Fred Kimball. Welcome. Out of, uh, from Berlin, right? Yeah, hello. Hey, Fred, what, cool. what part of Berlin? I'm actually in Schoenberg. Yeah. I ended up here okay. by... By accident, because uh, a friend basically, when I moved here, um, he offered me a flat here, and uh, that's where I've been ever since for like four and a half years now. Not in the same flat, but in the same part of town. Okay. So it's a little bit quiet on the south, but sure, it's also sure. really near to the the center. So it's yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Where was I when I was practicing with the Osonio de Mainaio? Kurtzberg. Oh yeah, yeah. That was in Kurtzberg at the the Monarch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Right. But uh, we practiced. Okay, in Schoenberg. Yeah, maybe. It was close. Uh, some industrial part in the east, former east. Uh, i got to tell about Brother Matt. I invited Brother Matt. You know, since I got back a week ago, I've had no time <laughs> to do anything. But things come up, gigs. Uh, played a, a grade school yesterday with Tim Kerr. Oh, wow. Uh, Sly Everyday People, which cool. is a good song for kids. Right? Yeah, yeah, very cool. It's like 40, 50 years uh-huh. old. Uh, and then some free jam. Uh, Fred, remember we had him on the show. The oh, Fred. Fred, Fred. This is the guy. He's a drummer man. Uh-huh. And uh, Armisen. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. He was, yeah, he was there. Oh, uh, cool. Randy Randall from the No Age and Tim Kerr, of course, from Big Boys. Mm-hmm. He gave me another uh, John Coltrane portrait. For oh, me. cool. This one has yellow background, so it goes with my whole sweet new being. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, the. A couple of nights before, I got the chance to see uh, Taft Falco's uh, Urania Descendant. Mm. And uh, was at the Egyptian, and um, I asked Brother Matt. Yeah, was, I was hobbled. Yeah, I was hobbled. Hobbled. So <laughs> instead, we got Dirk Vandenberg. Yeah, he's good. A couple blocks neighbor. from you here. Yeah, yeah neighbor. And uh, uh, also the photographer of the cover of Don't Yeah, Don't yeah, Don't classic. <laughs> lyric writer of The Roar of the Masses Might Be Farts. All around anyway, badass. Go up there, and as we get there, He's got to piss the whole fucking time, right? He didn't piss before he gets uh-huh. in the boat. You know that track. So we <laughs> yeah. finally get up there, and then I park kind of far because so, I knew it was easy. So we have to come down Hollywood Boulevard, uh-huh. which is always a whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, we get there, and man, he's got to hit the head. And I said, well, I'm going to hobble down to the theater. He don't realize the Egyptian theater really has three theaters. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm in there waiting to have... First, he opened up the thing with a bunch of uh, tango dancing uh-huh. with the co-star, cool. Gina. And, I, you know, I'm on the leash, you know, using girly text uh-huh. even, you know. <laughs> and I, I, he went in the wrong theater. He saw all these short movies. He asked me at the end, you know, hey, what was that? So you didn't even see he it? He never saw the damn movie. <laughs> I know. I was worried. I thought he got conked on the head or robbed or something. <laughs> anyway, people. Look on your t- t- ticket stuff. This had the Spielberg Theater. You know? Well, then now he knows. In the old days, it was one theater. But they, mm. you know, they redid yeah. that whole thing. I've seen lots of stuff there. And the movie is a mind blow. It takes place in Vienna, and uh, he did a really good job. Uh, 
in a month, I get to go to Memphis and make a Path of Birds album with him. Oh, bitching. Cool. Yeah. So, to our guest, Fred. Uh, Fred, what's your uh, earliest musical memory? Ah, oh, good question. I think actually sitting under, we had this uh, grand piano that, because my mother's grandmother was a professional pianist, so she had the great luck of inheriting a Steinway Grand. Wow. Uh, and we used to sit under that and uh, hammering on the dark key and pretending that lions were coming, and I think that's it. Well, neat. So you were actually making music? Yeah, sitting under the piano, and then one of us, me and my brother, either of us made the sound like on the really on the bass keys, and then it was like the lions were arriving. Yes, I guess it was some sort of music. Wow. We also did some recordings, drumming on cushions, and uh, just making the titles of whatever books or folders were in my dad's bookshelf um, yeah so that's i think it's it so you had music you had music in the pad then in the family yeah at least uh, yeah, my mother yeah she pl- she plays piano I mean, she's not a not as a career but she can play good you know so yeah, and yeah. that was of course this instrument was like ridiculous to have such an instrument at home she still got got it and i still play it when i visit them you know in sweden stockholm sweden yeah 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 okay oh, that's right the, fred's actually a swede guy living in germany oh, okay cool and uh, we're all related, though. Uh-huh. Just down the street a little D- bit. Different address. Up the street. <laughs> and uh, in Stockholm, which is the big town. Did you guys, Can I ask you, did you guys have a boat? Uh, well, not really. It's like, not, not Steinway style. It was like a little leaking thing with oars. <laughs> no, uh, because so I hear, I heard a statistic that the Swedes around the world, highest per capita people with boats. Wow. Because where Stockholm is, it's an archipelago. There's all oh. kinds of islands and lots yeah, of like cool, thirty thousand cool. of them. Yeah, right, thirty thousand. Wow, the smallest one is probably like a, a two two meter wide rock, but still. Wow, yeah, like, cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of boat. There's a lot of. Yeah, sailors. and actually, well, I didn't get so, but actually, my grandparents had a boat. I remember now they had a sailing boat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, there's a lot of lots of water. That's pretty much Stockholm. Yeah. Now, uh, islands. Uh, your brother, older, or younger. Younger, two years younger. Okay, so you're an older guy. So, uh, after the piano, what's your next musical uh, challenge? School? Yeah, I didn't actually. Well, I had a. I, I, when I started playing music myself, it was on bass when I was like 15 or something. Because ah. I did it. Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah, like a back then for, at the beginning. I'm curious, um, why bass? But, yeah, and, and basically. Before then, in school, you had to, in Sweden, you had to learn the recorder. It was like mandatory, and I didn't get along with that teacher at all. So I didn't actually pick up an instrument in school as as te- being taught it in school. A recorder is kind of like a flute, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know why that's where you had to start in Sweden, but that was it. So, but my brother, who's two years younger, he got a drum kit. He got into he started playing at school. So we had drums at home. So I actually. Drums was probably the first thing I learned to get something sounds out of it. But then I got myself a bass, and my brother also got an electric guitar, and we did these metal songs together, the, the two of us. Okay. <laughs> Recording, like, on a, a dub. He had a double cassette deck and a yeah. mic input. So we like, re- I would record drums first if I did a song, then swap, ta- swap the tapes and add bass or guitar and swap the tape again and again. And that was like my oh, so you like doing track. overdub, sound on sound. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's go back a little further. What was the first record that you got? Yeah, that's actually a little bit embarrassing, but I was 10. It was Twisted Sister Stay Hungry in 1985. <laughs> that's his name, Dee. Dee yeah. Snyder or something Dee like Snyder. that? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, did, well, you said you and your brother were doing metal things, so maybe uh, a little later. Yeah, that was later, though. I was like, yeah, that, this was like five years before I started playing, okay. and so then I thought, you know. Do you remember your first? Then, do you remember the first gig you went to concert? Or? Well, the first one I was really like when I was. Um, you know, more seriously interested in music. That was Anthrax and Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, much more serious. Okay. Okay. So those are the first bands you saw. Yeah, exactly. So you might not hear it in the music I make now, but that that was it. No, that's all. You know, music is music. I hate this genre thing. I think it's an idea to make marketing men's jobs more simple. Exactly. And I think uh, <laughs> artist people is completely opposite <laughs> mission. Uh, so, what was the first band besides playing with your brother? Do you remember your first gig? Yeah, I do, actually. That was also, well, my brother was in that band, too. And then there were two other guys, or three other guys on guitar. And two of them were pretty sort of hot, you know, good, really good guitar players. At least I was really impressed by them, you know. And I, I did the bass, and we did like a mainly lots of metal songs, a couple of Swedish punk songs. And, uh, Any originals? Yeah. Not at that point, I think, but we started writing stuff shortly after that. I think I was like 17 or something like that. Now, where was it? Was that a club? Was it at a... Yeah, it was like a Swedish youth center, which is very common then, you know, it lived in the suburbs and you played like at the local youth center. And then, sure. Yeah, then we had like a... We got in some local talent contest and went to the like uh, next level in this in the big city and yeah, it was yeah. What was the name of this See, band? It had a really bad name actually. It was called in Swedish lunch thing. That means closed for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna play something from your new record. It's called Sigurd Suhigen. I probably what's that, that mean? What's, what's yeah, that, that mean? What's that mean? Yeah, actually, that's just a, a name that came out of me mishearing, because, you know, I pretty much write most of the music in this Kimball and Kessner outfit, and Sonia Kessner works mainly with theater, she does the words, and she had, one of the other songs, I thought it sounded like the Sigurd Suhegen, this name, that she was saying something else, and out of that, this character developed, you know, that was just this sound-alike name. Okay, let's listen. Heute lebt er noch im 16. Stock, bald wohnt er draußen, wo die Käfer wohnen. Er öffnet die kleine Tür zum Gartenspital, sagt ein Schild und zeigt nach oben. Lacht ihm ins Gesicht, er fragt nicht, wer sie ist, er flüchtet. 
that's the end of that too.
charged into spurious purple output for purported plunder. As plumbed by puerile panderers, benevolence abstained by proxy, a partial paranoia perambulating perplexity while performing PAP. Perhaps confabulation proliferates unproved, unprovoked but for flaps. Prevaricating with psychobabble, bought by ought-nosed bupkis, but castigate rampant ethos, calling a spade a grade-A danger, reigned in the reneggers for energy gains as cravings engender shame, where marginalized organizers despoil the game, dispelling rumors arcane. Ultra-understood were the merging ideals, in from the wilderness as rage. Damned under microscopic lights, blighted by topical optics of biophase, Zeroing in on the chemical din, spiraling as if on mathematical sedation. Folded before us in spastic abandon, befriending forensics for only fame. As frame by frame, bits rationed from nations bifurcating a deadly fashion. 
a crime from time to time can unbind one's mind and realign with rhyme. As every stanza may grind into trustworthy palaver, a rabid insight, when boom, tenable explosions extrapolate unmitigated by mind goons. Then revelatory exposition blooms, issuing newness by instant gratification. Cast off neuroses by extosis of social economics through osmosis injecting zeros and ones, stellar notions dedicating a foreshortened near future as token fun. And guess what? It's not broken, but reborn as light speed ideas flown home. Roasting like bloated egos susurrating in the sun amid unpeeled old bones uneasily found to be missing when profligate nuance eludes distracted Ken. Ripe under year, knows weird constraints as released by devilish saints. Priority minds forked tongues. Hide shifting eyes examining hidden paintings. Without warning, our car drives right off the rogue. Straight into feral, Sterilizing humanity and chips away, one grain at a time, the clue. Deriving from reason, fauna to dance with treason, then dips into decline. Purchasing with defunct pennies a painless fantasy, a blinding white-out cataclysm. If hope pins with tissue our fiery dust, resiliency will wisely be denied. Nonetheless, nirvanas finally derive supplied by market convenience, to beg for 24-hour drones, honing in on homes, combing phones for gnomes, as yet another specter of humanity stumbles on its very doorstep. Honey, a clone is on the phone!
from Pink Courtesy Phone and Kid Congo Powers. Kids out there with his pink monkey birds kicking <laughs> up much dust. He's a great cat. Uh, new super band. Uh, I think it's got Dale Crover. Hmm. Called the, the Fat Dukes of Fuck. <laughs> with Side by Side. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> there's some other cats in there too, but I can't remember. But the Toshi, I think, mixed it. Chief Fuzzer out of um, San Antonio, Texas with Transcendental Road Blues. Then we heard uh, Bernays Propaganda, Macedonia band, that had me play a bass solo. And I tried out some pedals that were sent to me, uh-huh. so I got two birds with one dirt clod there. Nisto Nema de na Brazdeli. You know, Pizzo's wife, Lil, went there. Uh-huh. Got on great. She's going to collaborate with Brother Vasco. Oh, cool. He right now is driving around wow. in an African band that's oh. playing the ball. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he's, his label now has got like 15 releases. He's mm-hmm. charging hard. Respect for having me aboard. Chris Goger out of Austin, Texas. Just saw him. Um, it was the last gig of the tour. Mm-hmm. That's where Kurt and um, the drummer man Shannon lives. Mm-hmm. We had 1,400-mile hell ride. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We made it though. Uh, human teased gnomic inst- intensioner, <laughs> and the Mansfield Hornets out of um, God, either Rhode Island or Massachusetts with Tico Tico, uh, La Ciudadela, number one, Las Puertas, Antonio Ramirez, Marco Serrato, and Borja Diaz, and Marco Serrato, um, Serrato, I guess. <laughs> Great stand up bass man, and Vestain with Miss Gibbons. God, yeah, going talk to this cat, Jamie's Pad, in um, west of Chicago. On the way there, somebody hits the boat. Oh. Some bow weaver swerving in the lane. His mirror put a black streak. Jerses, and he go, weaves off uh, off oh. Jer- Jer says, go chase him. I said, fuck, no. <laughs> you know, we're lucky we just got a little, with a little bumpy bump. <laughs> and then finally, Wonderlines, I took your name. That's Brother Yanbar, that. Holland. Uh, 
back to your story, Fred. Uh, how long did clothes for lunch last? Good question. Uh, a couple of years, I think, because we started out with metal, you know, playing other people's songs, metal and some punk. Then we started writing our own material, and we, it was actually pretty sweet in Sweden because you had like all this, the youth center had a recording studio with a 16-track tape machine and oh, an engineer, uh, which I think respect. I don't think if, I don't know if it's like that anymore. But we did recording demos there, and then uh, but then we got more into jazz and interest in other types of music, and we got a trumpet player in. And kind of evolving. Yeah, we sort of well, we got the trumpet player in, and uh, then uh, sort of listening to jazz. I don't know what we don't we didn't play anything like jazz. I, I wouldn't say, <laughs> uh, but but then uh, the band sort of fizzled out a bit. I got more interested in writing. I wanted to be a writer. Then you know, I decided for a few years. Sure. Um, and then about, I got uh, back into music later, sort of via. Bob Dylan and stuff like that. You know, Fred, you're you talking know. about writing like literature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not not composition with music. That that comes later. No, I, I sort of. Well, when the, when everyone got so into jazz, I thought like because I was playing bass and that was my main instrument. And I thought I'm not really jazz bass player. I didn't feel that, so I I thought I want to write uh, yeah literature instead. Okay, but so then, get, uh, sort of through Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, and things like that, I got back into actually writing songs, and then it's been music and again when, ever and, since. And, uh, when you came back with music, was it a mm -hmm. whole, it was a different approach than uh, uh, hard rock with your buddies, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like uh, writing my own songs in Swedish back then, you know. And then, uh, then I moved to the UK and started a band there that. Uh, was called Frock, <laughs> also a dubious name Frog? derived like from a nickname, yeah. like like F R O C K, like oh, uh, Frock. Yeah, it was yeah, like some kind of nickname someone had called me, and then I stuck that on the band, and it, it stuck. And this band sort of lasted for some years. I did a record like back in two thousand and two, and then working on a second album and having all this sort of industry interest in the UK, you know, demoing for EMI and things, but then nothing really taking off. And after a few years of that, I got quite frustrated with sort of the music business in England of trying to get in there because it's so fickle and everything has to be the latest uh, whatever. And I found Lapsteel, uh, which has been my main instrument ever since. Yeah, cool. well, I was going to ask um, you, between the Lapsteel and the bass with your buddies, what were you yeah. playing in, fr for example, Frock? Yeah, that was sort of um, mo moody, atmospheric, no, no, indie, what in, what rock kind of... I'm asking um, you, what instrument did you play? Uh, I played normal guitar then, yeah, like electric and acoustic. Oh, I get scared when I hear that word normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because not the lap steel guitar and not the bass guitar, but the one with, yeah, the, the one there between. No, oh, and then it was like another, the bass, drums, two guitars kind of band. Okay, you can do a lot with that. I yeah. yeah, you can. And uh, I listen back to that now. You know, some t some of it surprises me that is uh, how much I like it. And other mainly sort of lyrics can make you cringe a little bit ten years down the line from when you were in your mid twenties. But yeah, was the other That's... guys in the band from England? Yeah, they were all British. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I lived in Brighton for like twelve years. Yeah. That was kind of where I went to the UK because I thought, okay, there's a great place to get no, into the music industry. And, I would call it a good and then, music uh, town and you're close enough to London. Yeah, and I mean, now, in retrospect, I met some great 
people that I still work with. You know, it's a band called the Moulettes that are doing really well for themselves. They worked really hard in the UK, and we play on each other's records and go on tour together sometimes. And yeah, some of my favorite friends and you know musician friends are from I met in Brighton. So it was definitely good that I went there. But it took a long time before I met those people that I really sort of clicked with them. I say though, so. Berlin has been yeah. Berlin has been fostering getting to know the uh, yeah connecting with good people. I, I think I have a Brighton connect with Brother Sam and the Cuz Proj. Mm-hmm. By the way, Charlie Plymel just gave us new words. I think we're gonna do the first song of Cuz, Chapter Two. Oh, cool. We're at the end of the first hour, June 6, thousand seventeen. Dishwap Peter Show, Brother Matt, our guest Fred Kimbo out of Berlin. Hold tight for hour two. June 6, 2017, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
second hour with Irgenwo Sendmit Europa, Kim Bob and Kessner. Uh, tell us something about that song, Fred. Yeah, that's uh, it's in, um, well, it's a little bit in English there in the middle from the radio voice, which is actually a, a friend of mine who 
uh, used to work at the National Radio in Australia, and he has got this great radio. Well, he is he is a radio voice, so I thought, why not get a real radio voice on there? Uh, well, basically, it's a song. The idea was to tell a tale about a refugee, like a, a little bit like a, a sailor's story, and that's where it's a bit traditional in the form, and then a refugee traveling somewhere, and then you find out eventually that it's not a refugee from the Middle East or from Africa, but it's a refugee from Europe. It's a revealed uh, in the middle of the song, and also when this radio voice comes and talks about the former European Union. So it's sort of a little bit of a de depressing get to put into the future that I don't hope it will be like that. But, uh, yeah. You turn the and tables that's also and two languages at the same time. It's like German and Swedish at the same time. So it's like this... Uh, but it's tales from wealthy northern Europe having to flee. But then at the end of the song, at least, they end up in a safe haven where people are looking after them in the desert. So it's a little bit of a twist on a refugee's story that kind of goes yeah, with what's happening in the world now. Yeah, great. And after that, we had Centauri. This is some stuff. Mm. I'm going to go play a wed. Mm. You know how Italy looks like a boot? Yeah. And you see that part between the toe and the heel? Mm -hmm. Like in the arch? Yeah, that's where I'm going to go. Cool. There's some guys that invited me to play their wedding, do some Stooges songs wow, with this guy named Super Freak. <laughs> so we got Centauri with uh, Maranai, uh, Super Freak with Bari. Uh -huh. Bari's the big town of the heel part where mm -hmm. I got to play a gig. Mm -hmm. I got to spend five days there once. I rode a bike all the way to Toronto. Oh. Where we were supposed to have the gig, but the permit fell through, so I was the only dude who got to. Oh. It's a castle with a town in it. Oh, wow. On the water. Neat. Yeah, in fact, it was subject to the first Gothic ghost story a couple of years ago. Uh, How to Get Away Soundly from Bill Danzerin's Winter Party by Oaks. And UFO, UFO, or UFO, UFO from Il Coloro. And then uh, this cat's pattern going to Janie, where mm. it got tagged a couple weeks ago. Mm. Jared told me to chase him. <laughs> he had a gun. <laughs> you know, uh, the healers and Jamie's on. It was his pad that we went and talked uh -huh. at. See, everything's connected. But <laughs> part three is named that too. No Love Less. After that, Gang of Love. Basket Improv 2. Clay Chaplin. That's uh, Heather Lockie's husband. Oh, cool. And finally, Kimbone and Kessner. Das Beast. Mm -hmm. And this isn't from the new album. This is from the record before. So why don't we tell... Or have you tell, Fred, the story of Kimbom and Kester? Well, basically, it's uh, I've done solo stuff with the lap steel for the last, been my main thing the last couple of years. Then, well, here in Berlin, I met uh, uh, Sonia Kessner, who works with theater, and she asked me if we wanted to write some, if I wanted to write the music for some songs for a theater fest. So, and that was the whole first album that's called Lieder von Liebe und Krieg, uh, Songs of Love and War. And we did that quite fast because we wanted to have, I thought, okay, we started writing songs, let's do an album. And then um, uh, last minute we also got James Williamson on there, which was great. Uh, right, because James word Williamson, on that. Yeah. we should tell how we met because big gig yeah. in Berlin at the end of the gig was huge fucking thunderstorm, brother oh. man. I mean, whooping ass lightning and these guys came on bikes. Oh, man. So James Williamson knew about them because he's, he's in the slide guitar. Mm. There's even some on the last album. And uh, we bring them on board in the boat. And that's how I got to meet them. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was great. Uh, that was sweet, actually. <laughs> to 
Yeah, because the old Spandau prison. Uh, it was the oh, calling some prison. shots and getting our bikes in the in the studio's uh, equipment van, and <laughs> it was a really nice ride with with you and so, James and, and Steve. So, who are you, some of your ahead, slide uh, influences or or favorites? As far as slide, sorry, players? who are some of your slide favorite slide players or biggest influences? Yeah, that's uh, funny because I. Um, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, actually, that sometimes the kind of music you do, you don't listen to so much. So I actually don't listen to much slide guitar uh, music. Well, of course, I listened loads when I sort of started out. And I, I was very fascinated, for instance, by the Indian stuff, like the Debashish Bhattacharya, the, you know, the, this monster musicians from in the Indian tradition. But then also, of course, liking slower, moodier stuff like Rai Kudra and things like that. But then mainly sort of finding the instrument totally fascinating and I found this G minor open tuning that I thought suited really well my sort of uh, depressed Scandinavian-ness <laughs> you know, <laughs> really dark and so I did this album that's called Oil, a solo album that is very sort of slow and moody stuff yeah, I played a lot of that for, on the show yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, yeah, yeah I thanks really enjoyed for, it yeah, but yeah, there's a little moody scandy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. But also, there's a lot of personality. That's what I really dug about it. And that's actually how I met. No, thank you. Yeah, because I thought of, I found an instrument that I really felt with this, I can do exactly what I want to do with music. Uh, I mean, now I have lots of ideas in my head too, but it was like after a lot of frustrating trying to, you know, break through the English music business and then saying, okay, here if I have an instrument, I'm just going to play for myself what I want to play. Yeah. Someone invited me to do a gig and then it started all, all over again, you know, with doing my own stuff, playing with other people. and But I guess doing something with a lap still that is not the typical thing. You know, I don't play like the typical blues or, or country or Hawaiian. I, I just do... You know, I do a lot with Ebo and brushes and things on the lap deal too. Um, but I, I love the instrument. I find it, uh, yeah. Who's the cat that does like the Jimi Hendrix thing? I've done some gigs with him. Uh, is it? Uh, not sure, actually. Uh, yeah, in the convicts, That's, he called his backup band the oh, Criminals. Or, um, oh, is it? Uh, it was the old Alzheimer's. Yeah, man. Convicts. You're talking about the Jimmy on laugh. I remember he had a big man on bass, a big brother. Great band. Man. Something, something in the hardened criminals or your convicts. Uh, I know there's a guy, Jeff Healy, a blind guy mm -hmm. from Canada. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, Nels Klein does a lot of lap steel in uh, Wilco. Yeah. Have you ever tried the pedal? Uh, once only, actually, because I, I thought that with the lap steel, it's like I like that it's the well, the the minimalist thing that you have, like one tuning, and you have to try to find solutions or ways sure. for that. For me, a, a little bit the pedal steel feels like you're standing at the crossroads and you have like eighty-five roads you can choose from, <laughs> and <laughs> I I kind of like the, the simplistic thing of the lap steel. But I actually did a, a record, uh, played on an album in. in over in Bright in the UK in January, and then it was a pedal steel to too, and we did lap steel and pedal steel in one song, and that was kind of cool actually because we really find our own places in the song, and it didn't clash or, or contrast, and it was actually quite cool to do. That's the first time I've done it. Wow! Yeah, what well, what Nels told me when he tried it, he said it was an entirely different universe. Yeah, there's just so yeah. much possibility. Yeah, and you know when your knees, your feet, and yeah, you know, it's like right, right. 
Incredible. Speaking of possibilities, we got Brother Matt coming with the spin sack. I've been Jones and bring it, Brother Matt. Cool. He's a rod, apple, no one likes cause he will steal from the blind. She's a good little sociopath that never behind. He just got out of Angola. Twenty years of stretch he didn't commit. She was involved with a certain kind of love. You know that superficial weird. Well, I'm just like bald and black and I am. Well, I'm just like bald and black and I am. Friends to those who have no friends. Friends to those who have no friends. Sorry, sad, sad sucker That is looking for an easy way out She a 44-year-old teeny bopper That is sadly lost a good looks bow He's a big crazy man That falls me home from work every day She's a very loose, floozy girl That has trouble giving it away Just like Boston Blackie, yes I am I'm just like Boston Blackie, yes I am Well I'm just like Boston Blackie, yes I am Friends to those who have no friends Friends to those who have no friends Freddie, Eddie, Mary, Sarah, Mary, Larry, Harry, Carrie, Tom, Ron, Don, John They come on by Come on, bye, stay too long.
See it in my eyes, in my head. 
Entertainment Law there doing a little something for Greg Allman. Rest oh, in peace. Respect. Um, what made you do what you did, what just did to us, brother man, on this well, side? I think I slid into that after talking about some slide there. I just kind of uh, got... Thank it. you, Fred, for inspiring Brother yeah. Matt on his slide. You're welcome. <laughs> and we've uh, good people out there. Alzheimer was defeated. Yeah. With the aid of the internet. <laughs> and the slide man in question was Ben Harper Damn. and his innocent criminals. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour. June 6, 2017, Dish Wapito Show. Special guest, Fred Kimball, Brother Matt. Hold tight for hour three. June 6, 2017, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. You look to the sky, look up there with your one good eye. This is for, this is for you, you who stand by the road. Side morning that flat old toe This is for This is for you running back You rub your weary bones while the tyrants climb their throne This is for This is for you, honey bear There you lie Cannot sleep Cannot laugh and cannot weep This is this is for you, honey bear And as you sit and watch the world's decay A silent thought appears not to obey
was pure. He says his prayers by now. He become a wolf when the wolf mane blooms and the moon is shining Stop something up to say, survival! 
top of it all And I've been so knocked down and beat around That I can't keep moving I'm not sure where some people are And if they're out there all alone But I once knew every name in my phone And I'm not sure if I'm grounded Moving towards My final goal of real freedom And loving everyone Well, I've been overseas and under siege And trying to stay on top of it all And I've been so knocked down and beat around That I can't keep moving anymore When I've been in overseas and under siege And trying to stay on top of it all And I've been so knocked down and beat around That I can't keep moving anymore I don't know where my mind goes But I know that time moves slowly when I'm with you
start off the third hour with Honey Bear, um, then Anarchist Wood from England, a werewolf is a motherfucker, uh, Brad Rosen after that with Overseas, Tenko, Sleepwalker, great stuff from the 90s, and finally a mini beast, only Oily Morning Paper, that's Peter from uh, Mission of Burma, that's in Providence, I got to see him on the tour, he came to the 
you know, maybe the saddest gig I had mm -hmm. as far as working with the sound people. But hey, the crowd, it was a clean gig, and uh, they helped in the, the mix. Like, yeah. Hey, we can't hear the bass. Hey, we can't hear the uh, show. So, cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, to, look, Fred, uh, you said the first album was put together pretty quick with uh, Kim Mum and Kester. Now, what's the difference with, with the Beatles? Oh, well, uh, why the title? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, well, I, I'm uh, known, particularly when on tour, for having, you know, making all these bad puns and wordplay and stuff all the time, you know. And I couldn't resist it, because with the Beatles, you know, the second Beatles album, at least in Europe, was called that. Uh, and uh, But here, outside the window of this studio room, where I'm actually now here in Berlin, it's like a cemetery with all these oh. graves from the last weeks of the Second World War with, like, civilian dead and um which is a pretty sad thing of course yeah of course yeah uh, but there are these loads of beetles crawling around these stones and that I took this photo that ended up being the album cover yeah. and then the song the title track is about this cemetery outside here too um so with the beetles was a little bit the people you know the graves are the, out there with the beetles so that's that's where the title um album title comes from maybe uh paul a lot of child. <laughs> That's why I want to be burned and dumped in the ashes in the sea over here, and then evaporate, yeah, yeah. and then rain Not being on. a beetle home. Yeah, because it's really they they seem to they live literally under these little headstones. Sure. And uh, but yeah, this album the difference is that they took a lot of more time in the production, you know, and getting a you know a drummer in, and went over to the UK to record some strings and. Uh, Recorded the church organ here in Berlin as well, so it was a lot of, you know, it took a lot longer. And I thought, well, the first one was like, it's nice to do a clean, fast thing, but in retrospect, you think like, oh, that could have been better, that could have been better. But so this time it was much more, um, yeah, focus on on yeah, making a more var varied stuff, you know, lap steel and strings and percussion drums and yeah. Lap steel can be kind of close to violoncello. Yeah, I think that's uh, actually cool when you say that. So we recorded the, the cellist who plays on the album, Hannah Miller. She's from this band, of Mulets in the UK. She's a great player, the, yeah, great talent person. And she was picking up on things in the lap steel part, and you know, uh, which was nice to see because I didn't even have to tell her. And yeah, it's the slidey thing, you know. Yeah, no well, uh, I think in Italiano you would say legato, connected mm -hmm. notes, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think. I love that with the lap steel too, you know, and I think it's made me a better player on other instruments too, you know, like I, uh, I wouldn't pump. Uh oh, you're uh, breaking your, up. You're breaking up. You're breaking up there, Fred. <laughs> I think it's okay. time for a guillotine, Sousa Trina. Let's listen. Was ist groß? Was ist schön? Das will ich gerne machen. Will ich dein Licht sein? Was gibt's da zu lachen? Groß kann das jeder nicht sein. Schön ist ein Wort, ich weiß, dass ich's nicht bin. Komm, lass dein Engel mich sein. Ich schaffe Struktur, weil Schönheit nicht ausreicht. Sinnstiftend ist des Lebens der Zweck. Lasse dich von mir verführen. Es ist nicht Genuss, du verblendeter Gag. Um Liebe muss man sich bemühen. Um Großes zu tun, ist ein Mann auf der Welt. Verführung ist nichts, 
wenn das Ziel nicht ein Werk ist. Ein Werk ist, das fällt mir nicht ein. Ich glaube, ich habe den historischen Faden verloren. Der alte Moral Und 
show we rebooted and we should have some less chop chop on the <laughs> talk talk uh, for last music on this edition we had Kim Bowman Kessner doing guillotine Sustina which is a yeah kind of a ode to a, a murder device and then we heard <laughs> here's a title okay this is from uh, Las Victimas Civiles out of um, Valencia it's a uh, Heteronorma y relaciones de poder en la época de la representaciones del capitalismo postfortista. Good job. And it's, it's <laughs> canción uh, total, the, the whole enchilada. Okay. And uh, yeah, that's for uh, Hermano Jose. I wonder what's going to have to happen. He's got to leave London, maybe, because they, they're leaving. I feel dirty by Chica, and then a uh, uno with uh, always tired. Yeah, I know. If it was German, huh? Yeah, Germans have a problem saying Euro, right? Euro. This <laughs> Even though they're the big daddy in the European Union, that EU sound is hard for the German language. It's like oi. Yeah, so Euro. <laughs> Skipper Jeff over in Europe right now. Shit, I haven't seen him. I think he's over there. I saw some of his posts. Is that right? I think so. He went overseas, finally. He told me he wanted to. Right on Skipper. And Ogan uh, Pence, a tune by BBS, which is Fratello uh, Andrea there in uh, Berlin. He has left El Sonio de Mina hmm. to pursue this per- solo thing. So we got a guy oh, really? Yeah, big news. Because we got a tour coming up in September, October. A guy from who's living in Bologna named Paolo oh. is going to take up the 
ballerina for him. But I really just, enjoyed that gig you played here, but was it back in October or something like that? In Monarch, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, he was a big part of the band, you know, at least one third, if not more. And uh, but he's involved with this soul thing, and he just doesn't have the time. So mm. we had to, you know, bands got to be, I think, uh, flexible about that, like that. Yeah, you know, especially this uh, time of the world. And and you know, these aren't bands that are put together by managers. It's sort of like why you went to slide guitar. It's for the love of the music. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta accommodate each other and mm. be tolerant and open-minded. And so if he ain't got time and st straight enough to tell us that, then we uh, tell us day he picked uh, this new drummer man Paolo, and uh, mm. they've already started jamming together. So you know that's uh, I don't know. What, what about touring with uh, Kimbo and Kester? Is it going to be mainly a recording thing? Yeah, well, that's it's such a new baby, so to speak. So, sure. so I mean, I've done lots of touring with my own stuff and playing in other bands, but yeah. this, as it is made largely in German too, and it has the theatrical elements, it's sort of finding the right venues where it fits. You can sort of think a little bit out of the box, and all the places I played with my solo stuff might not be the right place. We're yeah. sort of looking into booking gigs for the autumn and, and winter, I mean, next year here, but definitely, we'll, we, and we're doing a band show here in Berlin on the 18th. Okay, and she has uh, theater connections, right? So maybe th that kind exactly, of yeah. So do get into that world too, you know, because it's uh, mainly, of course, limited to to German speaking world. I mean, there, there are songs in English too, but uh, of course, the, the lyrics and stuff is quite a big part of it. So I think German, Switzerland, Austria is kind of the focus. Sure. But we're doing a gig now with um, two great players: the trumpet player who plays on the album, Jan Gropper, and then Jojo Röhm is a great bassist here in Berlin. He he plays with Mick Harvey and and oh. um, various people. Great guy, and he's also a great pianist. Uh, so we will do a show with those two, and then maybe get a drummer involved too, and then try to get like some band shows together. You know, I'll tell you about uh, the language. Right now, real big on the scene is K-pop. Now, mm -hmm. how many people in the world speak Hangul? But that stuff's yeah. very successful. I think sometimes the voice can get like an instrument and you don't yeah, really I mean, have to Yeah, I know. listen to loads of songs that I don't understand <laughs> the words, you know. I've got this record it. from Okinawa yeah. and I don't know one thing this guy and the ladies are singing. They're whistling and hooping it up. But man, it's a good time. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes that can have qualities that you miss if you actually know the language too. Um, so I, I'm very open-minded with, you know, having songs in different languages on the same album. I like that kind of stuff. Fred, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, interested in yeah, all your so stuff. Thanks so much for, for having me. And, you know, when you get a new project going, please bring it so we can talk about that. I, I want to see how the uh, Kim Bowman Kessner evolves. That's very interesting. Uh, Truly, thank you so much for uh, making thank the you, time guys. for us. Yeah, very cool. Okay. It's been the June 6, 2017 Dishawap Peter Show. Brother Matt, thank you for your Certainly. own essential aid and embedding. We'll be back uh, next uh, week with the... Uh, yeah, I'll be gone next week. You're gone next yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, summer's okay. starting. Well, I'm going to be back with a guy from Wales, Jane. Cool. So the week after next, I'll see you, brother. Cool, Matt. very cool. Okay. Everybody out there, keep your powder dry. Yeah.